Today's January 10th. We podcasted in an empty gray bedroom. The blinds were open. It was cold. It's actually my half birthday today. Is it really? Yeah, I didn't realize until you kept saying the date and then Happy birthday. Thanks. Happy half, half birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. My dad used to make it, get me half a cake. Did he really? Yeah. <laughs> Your dad. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with the other half? I have no idea. <laughs> we are really, really going to try to stay friends. This is a conversation of us really trying. Oh, should I say it better? That, should is I say this? That? <laughs> Isn't that, I just, I went through a lot of thoughts during that story there. Yeah, I was and trying it, to make a joke and you were just off. You went somewhere, man. You zoomed. I'll, I'll, t- I'll take you to where I just went. But in response to what you just said, I, I have that same reaction still to mo- my voice. When I hear it on, uh, I don't know, like when I hear it on like our podcast or something, part of me is like, it's, it sounds like a cartoon. It sounds like I'm trying to, trying to make that voice for fun. Yeah. That's just how we speak every day. <laughs> That's how I interact with the world. It sounds is that like a positive idiot. thing? No. No. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I don't know. I, I do remember too when we were, uh kids and we were making like videos and stuff we made some good ones i'm thinking about it oh we actually did. we made some interesting ones we we really had a pretty decent sense of humor at some some oh. sucked but yeah some were solid well i just every now and then i still uh to cut you off again every now and then <laughs> i still uh think that car one we made i hit you with the car and you were like sprawled out yeah. with like ketchup on the ground <laughs> that was good that one's still that one was uh that was like our first really big i don't know i don't know what the right word like we planned it you know like we had actually discussed like an idea and where we should take it and like how we wanted to show it yeah and that was like our that was like our true first experience with that every other time we just like hit record and like whatever happened happened right but uh and then we're trying to piece together how this scene goes to the next one yeah just like the characters make really poor decisions yeah we're like doing a puzzle with and like we're making the pieces as we went <laughs> because there wasn't actually an answer to how they fit yeah we're that, like chop things off like rearrange <laughs> <laughs> that was the first one where i started thinking about like you know camera angles and action I remember putting yeah. it on a tripod, like right next to the ground, thinking yeah. I was just really fancy, showing like the wheel drive away and stuff. Yeah, we did a lot of real work on that one. But uh, what I was saying was, I would remember we'd watch those videos, like watch them back or edit them, and I just hated the sound of my voice when we were watching them. Yeah, it just sucks. I don't know. There's something about that. I want to Google that and see what I can come up with. There's got to be some widespread phenomenon there's definitely a clinical term for someone lay slapped some big label on and got funding from the government to study <laughs> the thing so what i really spaced out when you went when you were telling me that story i was thinking of like your dad filming you and then you guys all bring in and like coming in like sitting down around the big tube tv and him plugging in the cord and like playing back the video and my first reaction was like oh what an old school way you imagined our family doing that so you were like, you put yourself in there. Oh yeah. I was in like the back of the living room. And, uh, I think I'm like, what an old school way to do that. Right. And then part of me is like, now, you know, you just, you like turn on your you swipe up. Yeah. You like turn on your, whatever the Apple TV airplay thing, whatever they call that. And you, you like stream it to the TV, but it's like kind of clunky. It works pretty well for the most part. Like sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it like 
it's like a little blurry, it's not streaming great. It's not great quality. Like it's like not, it's slow. It's like jittery. And I'm like, that was a pretty reliable way to do that though with the cord. It was pretty easy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you had the cord there already, like if you kept it with the TV, it could have been easier than what we do now. There, it's funny, man. I'm backtracking and I'm backtracking again and I haven't even said anything yet. But like, that's where my thought process goes is like, I had this one thought to respond to you. And then I'm like, whoa, wait, that, I don't want to say that word because I use it or I'm like, I have this aversion to it because of how much it's been said to me with my family. And then I just started thinking about my family and like how I respond to, I don't know, man, I got lost. You just launched yourself in the stratosphere of thoughts. (sighs) Sometimes it happens. And when I say sometimes, (laughs) I mean all the time. Every single thought. <laughs> it's really painful for me to end a sentence, you know? Uh, but so the word I was thinking of, or the whatever, is uh, like, don't reinvent the wheel. People do that all the time. People won't like think they have a better way to do it, and they don't even know how to do it the first way. Yeah. So how do you know? Like, how? How? Yeah. I'm just trying to learn one thing good. Yeah. Let's start with my English. That seems like a good place to start. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny, because... I don't read very well. I don't think so. I have been trying to improve, like, speeding up my reading. You don't think you read fast? Yeah. I read Interesting. Slow. What's your benchmark? How am I... Like, how do you know? That? Yeah. Uh, I've taken a couple, like, reading tests where you read, like, a paragraph and it spits out. And you, like, press start and stop. Interesting. You, like, you like really... You had a good answer for that. I was hoping I was going to back you in a corner. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, shit, maybe you do read fast. <laughs> you nailed it. You're taking tests and boom, stuff, dude. Boom. <laughs> I don't want to be backed into a corner ever. As you're sitting in a corner. <laughs> Physically. <laughs> Mentally, though, you're fighting your way from the center of the room. Yeah. Uh, interesting. So, like, how, like, do you just do you just read more? <laughs> I don't know. Like, how do you? No, I, I, do, I have this app, like one of those brain teaser apps. And there's, like, three or four different... Um, exercises that essentially it's, it's just about like how quickly can you move um, your eyes from one point to another. Mm-hmm. There's that. There's also grouping, which is like not reading one word at a time, reading like three or four and then jumping to another three or four. Yeah. I've, I had, um, I had a similar thing. I'm going to take this off. I yeah. think I'm just squeaking. Around. Um, I had a similar thing. It wasn't necessarily for just reading purposes. I think it was, um, just, I forget the, I can't remember the company, but it was just like general brain quickness stuff. So it was like that. It was like some quick math, grouping, matching, sorting, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it was pretty fun, actually. I remember I did it like every day for a while because it was quick. They're all quick games. You could do it like, I was on deployment. So I was like doing it in the morning and I'd do it at night. But uh, you had to like pay a monthly subscription to get like all of it. Right. Or just some you got for free. And then you quickly started like repeating the same free ones and like, I was improving, but like I was only improving because I had seen this before. Yeah. Not because like it was like I had, I don't know, maybe there was a little bit of cognition involved, but like the majority of it was like, I just knew like what the game was going to be. So I quit. Yeah. What do you call that? Because that's an instance I think happens a lot in, in life, that scenario. Well, um, I don't know. That's a good question. There's different. So there's like a term in exercise, like exercise physiology for like those neurological improvements you make. 
like you improve just based on the fact that you've done it, not based on like, so like you go lift weights, right? I take you and I teach you how to do a front squat and you've never done a front squat in your life, let's say. So I got like show you how to stand, show you how to move, show you how to hold the bar, show you everything, right? I can tell you that <laughs> I've never remembered doing a front squat. <laughs> so let's just, so I teach you, Is right? Is that close enough? Yeah, okay. that's close enough. So I teach you day one and we get like a baseline, like we film you, we look at like your movement paths, like how quick you can perform the movement, how, you know, strong, like how much weight you can move during that movement, all these things. And then we can go like a week later and you haven't done it again. Like mm -hmm. that was, you just did it one time and we do it again. And just based on you having done it once, you'll have like a 30% improvement in everything. Totally. So, and that happens for a while. I'm going to interrupt you Yeah. because I've actually done that before. Some program like 10 weeks or something. It was that acceleration. Oh yeah. So I did that in high school, like sophomore year. It was over the summer and I was like lifeguarding and stuff. Mm -hmm. The point of that was to improve your skills, right? But it wasn't supposed to be your workout. Mm -hmm. You're supposed to work out on your own after that. But it turned out to be, I was just exercising for like 45 minutes a week <laughs> on site. Yeah. And then improving slowly. I actually right. did improve, but yeah. You know, I didn't like go run or anything. I, I wasn't swimming. You know, I did the basic like push-ups and squats and stuff, but I don't mm -hmm. think that counts. That's uh, that's funny. It was 10 weeks because those adaptations um, take about eight weeks till they not stall. That's a bad word. Till they're no longer the sole improvement after about eight weeks of like like strength training. That's when you actually start building muscle. And like you can actually start seeing like physical changes in your body. So who said this? What do you mean? How do you know this information? I learned it in class. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously, I'm, <laughs> I'm not questioning you that the information isn't solid. I'm just wondering, like, where you picked it up and when. Uh, this last semester, I took, like, an exercise field geology course with Professor David Lantis at St. Ambrose. And okay. he taught us about it. But we've learned about it, like, kinesiology and exercise and aging and a bunch of other courses. So are you just, like, sit, sitting in the front row taking notes? He has a little clicker, and he's going through slide after slide. And one of those slides said, after eight weeks. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> sort of. I mean, it is like a PowerPoint based thing, but um, we were mostly talking about like strength training and how to get like, how to gain muscle mass or like how to like, so we, we were really in the weeds. We we're talking about how there's like basically seven general different muscle fiber types, but there's like more being discovered every day and how adding more fiber doesn't necessarily always increase the size of the muscle and like all these things. So we're just talking about this, like how it is called hypertrophy or hyper, hypertrophy when you hyperbole gain, gain muscle. It's hypertrophy. <laughs> so we're talking about how to cause hypertrophy and then like, dude, how many times can you say that? Hypertrophy, hypertrophy, hypertrophy. no once. <laughs> yeah. It was like 1.5. <laughs> it's better than me though. I don't even know what it is anymore. Uh, so we were just talking about that. And then he was like, He's like, yeah, if anyone starts a like a strength program, essentially like they're going to improve based on like neural connections being made, like, like understanding the motion. Yeah. Like, and he went up, talked about those neurological adaptations and he's like, but that's pretty much only good for eight weeks after that. You'll actually start getting muscular improvements. Like so you have to stick with it. I actually got re really lost on that paragraph. So you might've already said this. You're talking about muscle memory, right? Sort of. Yeah. I mean, so muscle memory is... A different thing, but yes. Um, uh, basically, so muscle memory, there's like different sections of your brain that 
do different things. Right. And there's, if you looked at like, it's like, if you look at a brain and you Googled, like what part of my brain controls speech, they'll be like, well, there's a Broca's area. And that's named after the guy that discovered it. He's like, typically Broca's divide. Is that a thing? I don't know. (laughs) I just thought I heard that at one time in my life. That's all. Sounds like a Lord of the Rings thing. Like you (laughs) saw it on like a Lord of the Rings map. (laughs) Yeah. That's where they cross the bridge into Mordor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like the Broca's area typically controls speech. And there's an area that typically controls like um, all sorts of different things, but like it can shift to a certain extent. And it's also, um, there isn't like one section. Like if we cut this one section, you can't use your left hand. Like that's not necessarily how it works. So anyways, there is a section of your brain that controls motor programs and that's muscle memory. Okay. So like that section of your brain is essentially, and they don't still totally understand as far as I know, it hasn't been explained to me that they totally understand 100% how that works. They know that you have motor programs. It's like you have a program to like shoot a basket, a basketball, right? You have like a jump shot program. Yeah. However, Steph Curry's jump shot program is far superior to yours yeah. and can be whipped out differently, faster, and in all sorts of different occasions, right? So that's what they don't really understand is like, do you have a specific jump shot program or do you have like a a more generalized program? You know what I mean? Let's, let's talk about baseball because it's actually easier. So like, do you, do you have like a fast pitch program or do you just have like a throwing any object program and you adapt it for what you're throwing and like how fast you need to throw it, how far you need to throw it. Right. Or is it a different program to send it from home plate to center field right. than it is to send it from third base to first base. I have a thinking about having a program program. <laughs> you have a paralyzed by thought program. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at that. I, I can get really precise. Yeah. <laughs> I have this overarching one, but then I, I fork it out into this t- ginormous tree of indecision. <laughs> <laughs> Yours was, we said the same thing. I was just negative or positive. You were negative. No, you said it as it was. <laughs> Not negative, no connotation to what you said. It's just the truth. It's <laughs> just the truth. Would you say you like explaining things? I do. I like explaining things I care about. I hate explaining things I don't care about. A lot of your, I think if people like really took a, like a look at their things they think they know, um, I don't know what a good test would be to measure that. But like, you know, if you, if you had to like come up with something you really think you know, and explain that to someone, I think you quickly realize like how much you maybe don't know about it. Things you understand to be true, but can't explain why. You just accept it face value. Yep. Do it all the time. Yeah. There's like this thing. It's like, I don't know why this does it, but I'm just going to check this box because I know I get the outcome I desire. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so like, if I don't check the box, what happens? I don't know. It might do nothing. <laughs> it might be turning like a light switch on and off that isn't connected to the rest of the house. And it's just there. You just were told to do it one time and you have to remember the whole string of things. You yeah. Know? But it takes time to understand that. Yep. And it take and time nece- people don't necessarily have. So I, there's tons of stuff like for any of the design stuff, like exporting out stuff, things that happen in a chain. Like I know how to do it a certain way and I could spend time trying to figure out how to do it another way in another way to make sure that I'm doing it the most efficient way possible. But there's like this 
bubble of inefficiency I have to go through in order to make that to process be more work. Yeah. yeah. And is it worth it? Yeah. Yeah, man. I have a, my experience with programs like that is I don't understand how to use them fully until I need that feature is essentially how I approach those. Yeah. Cause like most things I try to sit down and like want to know how to do it all. Right. Like when I learned how to shoot on my camera, I'm, I'm to the point that like flash photography is like the thing I don't understand. Like the last thing I don't understand how to do. Um, photographically you know what i mean like i can pretty much i can do like time lapse stuff obviously i can do long exposure stuff i can do slow shutter blur stuff i can do all i don't know i can do all sorts of shit that like all sorts of different types of photography um short of the flash because like i wanted to learn about it all like macro stuff i know how to do that you know what i mean like not that it's hard but i'm just saying like i set out to learn all these different things but i took the opposite approach to lightroom to edit them i basically was like Oh, I'll put them in, like upload them, and I'll just mess with the exposure and the contrast and the color. Mm -hmm. And then slowly I was like, well, that's not enough. So I need to really break out the colors by using the different color things. And right. I'm like, well, what does this gradient do? Like, how can I apply gradients to like help enhance these images? You know, what's D? I guess I learned about all the other features um, as I wanted to use them, <laughs> not because I like just learned that program all the way through. So you opened it up. What's the first thing you felt the first time you opened up the program? overwhelming anxiety <laughs> it actually impending doom <laughs> i uh adobe is fairly adobe lightroom i should say is fairly intuitive for editing because it's all right there you know there's not a lot of menus you have to jump through right like photoshop there's a lot of hidden features in photoshop um so, so it wasn't terrible i also did buy a book um but I actually didn't really use it much. That's how I learned how initially, because if I don't know anything, I won't do anything. <laughs> I was trying to be more poignant. I was saying, is there anything I can add? But pretty much cut off all the excess. <laughs> it's like my life. <laughs> so you, you bought a book to like teach yourself? Well, in college, I was oh, right, I guess. working at a entrepreneurial center that had projects for small businesses and other nonprofits around the area. So we'd like to design work. Oh, cool. so that's when I first really got learning in Adobe. And they had like a book on Photoshop, a book on Illustrator, a book on InDesign. They were just like little projects. So they had all the files um, and you just like walk through step by step, just did one thing, did the next thing, did the next thing. You didn't really learn it per se but you got an understanding of where all the stuff was yeah and we can just like dive right into learning but i don't necessarily want to talk about that right now <laughs> yeah that's fine because it's just a big mess yeah it's an ocean of I confusion i actually don't do that well teaching myself stuff like that like i saw actually the other day someone they're, they're doing like a 12-week lightroom course around here and i thought about taking it but it's just a ton of money in a long time. And like, what are the results? That's the thing. Like, cause I'm, I'm at that weird point where like, I obviously don't have full control over Lightroom. Like there are definitely things like, I don't know how to use a histogram to edit photos. It hasn't affected me to this point. You know, I know how to make them look the way I want to look. And to be right. like, it, like to be perfectly blunt, I don't like editing pictures. I like to get them as close as I can in camera and just very little, like really like the most processing I ever have to do so I'll add some color to some stuff and like a little contrast. But for the most part, like I try to keep them pretty natural looking. I don't try to rough them too much. So like I try to process big batches very quickly. So like I can do what I want to do right now. 
So like I'm not at a basic understanding. So a lot of stuff I bet in the first couple classes I wouldn't I would already know. And then the stuff towards the end, I don't know how much that's gonna help me either. Yeah. I mean if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you sitting on that ready. Yeah, dude, I was so ready. <laughs> I was so excited. I had two, but I was so wanting to say that one, I forgot the second one. <laughs> so. so you made your decision yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was reinventing the wheel. I'm looping oh, that back yeah, around. Bringing that back yeah. <laughs> Don't reinvent it. That should be the name of this podcast. Yeah. We kept the wheel the same. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. I I wanted to talk about something the other day. Oh, dude. I had this weird thought, man. And I think part of this podcast and part of me trying to like, not trying because I'm not technically trying, but thinking about putting together a stand-up act yeah. has made me start thinking about stuff a lot differently. Uh-huh. Um, I also think I do just think about shit a lot differently anyways, but compared to who, what's your standards for that? I took a test. <laughs> what are the results? I'm Can I waiting. take this test? <laughs> put the test in the link, dude. I want to see it. I get put in a mental asylum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 We really shouldn't be taking like online mental <laughs> tests. They're going to be like run high to go. They're yeah, coming. Dude, there'd be like 10 lists that I'd immediately get placed in. In all of my internet search, you know, they're collecting it anyways, but now they're watching me. <laughs> yeah. Now they're really yeah. paying attention. Yeah. Your, your folder went from blue to red. <laughs> uh, so this is going to be a weird, weird story, but hang with me. I uh, went to the bathroom at the airport to take a piss. I'm with you so far. And I'm standing there. I'm a shy peer. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. If I, if I think where this is going, I, I, I'm going to share a story with you after. Okay. But it's a bathroom story, too. <laughs> it's funny that we want to talk to each other about how we enter we the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm like standing there and I'm a shy peer. Like I have to do like piss tests for the Navy. Like if someone's in the room with like, they literally have to look at your junk while you're doing it. Like I have really? to drink. Yeah. I have to drink like two of these 64 or how big are these 48 ounce water bottles in order just to be able to, to to do that piss test like i have to get it to the point that like i'm going to burst so otherwise i just won't be able to go yeah dude i grab the corner and i angle so like literally no one can see <laughs> yeah. me. I mean, it's the most awkward when like there's a seven foot guy right next to you and the panels obviously aren't doing anything anymore no. <laughs> <laughs> be next to a lot of seven foot guys i did the other day that's funnily not the story i was going to tell you <laughs> We're, we're really dwelling on this bathroom stuff. So anyway, I go up to pee. It's like taking me a minute to go. And it's that awkward, like, it's a big bathroom. A lot of people in there. There's a little bit of a line situation, right? And I'm like yeah. freaking out. I'm like, I have to pee. And then I start to like get a little anxiety about like people judging me about my ping. And then I'm like, all of a sudden I get this moment of clarity. Like, why do I give a fuck of what anyone thinks about how quick or how slow I pee? Like, this is something that's like weighing on me in my life. You know, like every right. time I go into a public bathroom, like this is something that goes through my head for like 26 years. I've been dealing with this. And why, like, why do I have to deal with this? And I was like, my God, I'm just going to stand here until I pee. <laughs> and, I and it worked out great. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. But I was just what thinking did you about do like in that moment. I just like, I just had that thought where I was like, why am I, why am I thinking about this this way? And then I was like, just stop caring about it. Like, don't let this be a weight that you have to carry around. Like, this is such a dumb, dumb thing to have any type of anxiety about. So were you, did you just like look inside yourself or look at just the moment? 
were you thinking about how it was affecting you emotionally or were you thinking about, okay, there's like 10 people behind me. There's this, uh, you know, tile in front of me to the left is like three, you know, faucets. Two of them are on. People are washing their hands. There's a couple guys taking this shit in the back and I'm going to die someday. Like, <laughs> That's not what I was thinking. Okay. I, uh, I don't know how it came into my head, dude. It just showed up. Like just opened the door and it was there. I don't know. I don't think I did. Hey, anything. what's up? I'm trying to say hi for a long time now. <laughs> I want to be here for a while. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, did, I don't have any like good explanation for how I got to the thought or why I got to the thought. I just did somehow. Yeah. And I don't know. My bathroom story isn't as interesting, but I guess I'll just tell it anyways. I was going to branch off and ask you a different question, but I promised this story. So I'm going to execute. Our listeners would be furious if you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so situation, right? Walking into a bathroom, there's three stalls, not stalls. There's one toilet stall. There's three urinals. No one's in there. My first question for you, this is going to be like a, I'll stop the story. I'll ask you a question see what you would have done type scenario. <laughs> it's an interactive story. Yeah. <laughs> so I go to the corner stall. Where would you have gone? Probably one of the ends. Probably that one. So that end was right next to a wall, mm-hmm. right? So you could angle as like i was saying earlier i like pretty much angle 45 so i'm staring at the corner right no one's gonna see now take a step back for a minute so let's say we're walking into the bathroom again there's someone doing that same thing you have to pee where do you go someone's in the corner there's one person there's one other person doing that thing in the corner yeah doing that thing in the corner. <laughs> what are they doing in the corner should i be in this room or should i leave <laughs> well that's a question you got to ask yourself <laughs> i think i'm leaving okay. <laughs> depends what they're doing i go i leave one one gap so i go to the other side okay perfect yeah that's what it, you do what that's what you do that is what you do <laughs> something that we've learned i don't know why i can't explain it it's like checking that box everyone knows that thing yes yeah you could put that on a true false test and pretty much going to have 90 percent. yeah but you're going to have a couple of those weirdos that are like i'm in the corner someone else walks in where do you think he goes based on how animated you are i'm thinking he goes right next to you. <laughs> <laughs> he does one step worse one step he pees more with you the same <laughs> no. he goes into the toilet and he's just pissing in the toilet oh okay so that so that was going to be my thing i thought this is where the story was headed actually Okay. But I'll interject now because I'm important and I have important ideas and thoughts. Right. Everything you say is better than what I say. If. And if we can just understand that now, our relationship will be much better. <laughs> Things are going to run smoothly. I'm really glad you started to pick up this because we've been podcasting for about a year and a half and it just, it took, was taking too long. Yeah. I was leaving all the hints I could. It's like that wheel, man. We're not reinventing it, but I've barely learned what one spoke is, you know? Yeah. It's you're been still here. Yeah, it's been here. <laughs> if you were in the corner... Yeah. And there was already a one person gap. Yeah. I would have peed in the yep. stall to like save everyone. I trouble. agree. Yep. But it's weird that he did that. He skipped a couple steps. Yeah. <laughs> We're only two in there. Yeah. Right. And the music's not that loud. It's right. loud enough. <laughs> it's just weird. Like I had to pass him and I'm not, I don't even care. I, this is the, this is why I brought this up. I'm thinking so much about this. I don't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't affect me at all that he went to the toilet. Right. But he did. And I kind of want to know why. Hey, man. <laughs> What's up with that? Why'd you do that? You know? <laughs> I, uh, do, do, you, do you have any stories like that? 
uh, everything, everything. I think we have uh, brains that just, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Like you said, we don't have a benchmark because there's no way to know how our brains work against other people. But from like the interactions we have and the things we talk about, I feel like we think about things more than some people think about things. I think there's a lot of people that would have walked out of that bath and not thought twice about where the dude was being. Yeah. And we've talked about it for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I overanalyze things a lot. It's one of life's questions that I'll never get the answer to. Yep. Just put it on the list. <laughs> If there is a great creator and you ever get a chance to ask him these questions, I'm really interested in the answer to that one. Yeah. Hey, man, you remember that dude in 2018, that peed mid stall? Yeah. First What's of up all, with that? can you like bring up the list I was making for the last 20 years? <laughs> I got a few questions. <laughs> Just start at the top, this big scroll. <laughs> yeah. You make that appear for me. Thank you. You want to interview me? I'm going to interview you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some questions of my own buddy. Sit down. <laughs> Let's uh, chat. And then none of them are going to be like, how's a black hole form? They're all going to be like, what was up with that dude? Yeah. <laughs> Why did it take me so long to piss in front of people? Like, <laughs> Why did you screw me in the beard department, dude? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> How much more confident would I have been with that extra little patch of hair that connects my face together? You know the answer. A hundred percent. I do think about that. I actually thought about it last week. I don't really like shaving, right? But I look like a dirty little guy with like the half beard, right? Mm -hmm. It's funny that I'm getting really serious about beards. <laughs> so sorry. This is, this is my thing. I don't like shaving either. I like growing my beard, but I also have a patchy beard. It doesn't look that good. And it looks better the more I get, you know, like I had it for two months over the summer. It looked better then than it does like in a month. What's your baseline for that? The two months. <laughs> no, I mean like f for you telling yourself it looks better. Oh, Rachel, like, admitted that she thought it looked better. Like, I got, like, real feedback from people that it looked better. Nice. And I also was, like, grooming it, too. Usually, I just let it go complete. But, I, like, I trimmed up the neckline and, like, actually, like, kept the length and even and stuff like that. Like, I actually put in a little effort to see, like, what I could grow. Um, normally, I just let it go between drill weekend and drill weekend. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so beards are one of those things, man. Like, everyone measures you by it, regardless of... If they tell you, that's what we're, that's what I'm thinking of. And um, it's, and, and it sounds like, um, like I'm worried about what people think. And that's obviously not like, look at me, I'm walking around in sweatpants and 26. Like, I don't care what people think about me. Like, you know what I mean? But it's one of those things that people, people measure it. Like when a guy walks into a bar or wherever with a nice beard, you notice, you know, mm -hmm. when a guy walks in, he doesn't have a nice beard, you notice. Yeah. And it, the thing that's really interesting is like the girls that I work with at the brewery, not girls, one girl in particular like beard shames me all the time. She's like, this time my beard, like how bad it is, like makes fun of it and stuff. Cause our manager has a great big beard. He's uh -huh. been growing it for months, years. Right. That's the thing about beards too. I, I need to say this before I forget. You don't know what's a bad beard until you see a good beard. Oh yeah. And you, you're standing next to him. It's obvious. Yeah. Cause so like, like when you're alone, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, Oh, that's not that bad. <laughs> exactly. Cause someone, we could like show your beard, like a picture of your beard to someone and be like, is that a good beard? They'd be like, yeah, that's yeah, fine. And then we'd show them Marshall's and they'd be like, Oh, oh no, no, it's not. <laughs> no, that's not a beard. I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's one of those things that like, and it's, so she's making fun of me about my beard and it's whatever. I don't particularly like that person that much anyways, but like in my head, I was like, this is kind of fucked up. You're making fun of me for my beard. Like I can't make fun of you cause you're fat. Like <laughs> you would be sensitive about that. But like, I have to stand here and get a shit on because, like, my hair follicles don't come in evenly. <laughs> like, That's a can of worms right there, what you just said. Oh, it's a whole thing. Yeah. But 
basically, if you didn't, if you had a great beard, you didn't have to worry about it. Your life would probably not be much different, but you would feel cool occasionally when you thought about it. That's true. That's true. I would have much more time to spend my brain power on other things too. How much brain time does this take up for you? Think? I mean, not too much, okay. but it yeah. flashes every time I see myself. <laughs> it's also interesting. Like, uh, yeah, like navigating the social things with beards. Cause right now beards are like in style or whatever, I guess. Like a lot of people are growing them and like I got Nate Meyer came to the brewery a couple over near Christmas with Tom Hirschberger and, uh, I like, you know, hadn't shaved in a couple of weeks. I think it'd been like two weeks. Like I was just out of, like, I just had reserves or something. And he was like, is it a requirement to have a beard to work here? And I look around and like my manager has a beard and the new guy we just hired has a pretty good beard sitting there. And like, I'm here with my dish <laughs> face. <laughs> He's like, you guys are all hipsters. And I like laughed. I was like, okay, Nate, like walked away. And in my head, I'm like, I'm tired of people telling me that I'm a hipster. Cause like I grew a beard, like literally nothing about me <laughs> screams hipster, except the fact that like, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess like people like generalize the beard to that now. And like, I like craft beer. I like to do photography and I, I don't like to shave. Like that's as far as you can. You don't even wear plaid. Not really. I've got like one plaid button down that Rachel just bought me. <laughs> For the most part, I don't. Probably don't wear that with your beard and carry around your camera and have a pint of beer in your left hand. Or do what you want. I don't care. But I'm just <laughs> thinking of I'm thinking if I've ever been caught in that exact like holding my camera, my beard, like with my flannel and my beard and like got like leather boots on. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a mini can of worms we can talk about if you'd like. Sure. We got a little bit more time, I think. I've been super angry the past week. Like, really angry. With me? No. No. Damn it, I should have said yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm in a, I think I'm in a pretty good position to articulate some of the feelings behind it and like because i'm in it or i'm just getting out of it i mean it's an open open book here yeah i mean my first thought is like what are you angry about okay good question <laughs> oh i don't have an answer to that no, oh, no okay. okay all right uh, <laughs> has your anger grown or subsided in the last you said a week yeah it's been like about a week seething oh it's getting worse it's like constant Oof. i like analogies i think you know that it's like I'm right under the surface of the ocean. And then sometimes a big enough wave, it like pops and then I, I break the water. And then that's like a little burst out. Breaking anger. the water. It's like above the water is like I verbal just, abuse. Yeah. Below the water is just mental. It's like it's here. It's yeah. here. It's there. But uh, I'm not acting on it. Is it uh, – do you feel justified in your anger? Or are you, are you being a little rational? Do I feel justified? So I don't know what the situation is. Let's say it's someone pissed you off. And you haven't seen them since they pissed you off. And you see them and it's to the point that you feel justified saying you're pissed off to them. Do uh, you feel like you are rightfully pissed or do you feel that you are being slightly rational about your anger? I'm definitely being rational, but at the same time, I shouldn't be pissed about the things that I'm pissed about. Mm. 
So there's this inner battle with myself where I'm like, I should not be angry because of this thing. But at the same time, it was wrong. You know, I was like wronged. So here's a quote. You can't control, you can't be responsible for any of the things that happen to you, but you can be responsible for how you react to all of those things that happen to you. Sure. Rachel, I mean, Rachel has that one that's pretty similar on the wall. It's like, God grant me the serenity to, you've heard that, like, know what I can control, let go of the things I can't, whatever, stuff like that. Exactly. Um, It's a pretty good way to approach stuff because for the most part, it's true, like, there's a little bit of like personal responsibility you're letting go. Like if you pissed off someone else and they came fucked with you and then you're like, I can't control that. Like, <laughs> that's probably not accurate. <laughs> I mean, if you truly did nothing to deserve what happened, you know what I mean? Then yeah, try to let it go, I guess. I, I, how do you see? I struggle with this stuff because so the last thing that's really pissed me off was that guy at the brewery. I told you about that. Guy. Right. And I, uh, I have very, I have, an extreme amount of variability in my mood, right? It's like, it takes a lot to push me to the edge. Like I'm, for the most part, I'm pretty relaxed. Like I can get riled up a little bit about stuff and I could get loud, but like for the most part, like things don't really like get to me too much. However, if you cross that line, mm-hmm. I lose it completely. Like I, I can't, I do have, I like, I can control myself up to that point. And as soon as you tip it, as soon as it hits boiling or whatever you want to call it, I'm done. Can't control right. it. So you're not a race car. You're a semi. And when those suckers get up to speed, <laughs> hard to stop. The, I have a great story when I was in the Navy. Um, we were on my second deployment and we were 25 guys working in a room this big, very like a bedroom. It was like our office. Like we just had no space. And we were like working long hours, dude. It was just a leadership deployment. Like everything sucked. And it's just, it, it's it, like, it wasn't any British than most. It just, they just suck. You know what I mean? There's no way around it. And tempers were getting a little high and we were getting scheduled to fly pretty shit hours. And, um, the guy who was in charge of it, we like voiced our opinion about how we thought it was going. And he was a hothead too. And he came back pretty hard. And then we just, me and him started getting into each other's faces about it. And it got to the point that we were in each other's faces screaming. And I like grabbed it. We we have those like little lawn chairs. And like I grabbed the chair and I whipped it up in the air and just smashed it on the ground (laughs) into like 16 pieces. It just like lost my absolute cool. And uh, it's like that's where I head. Like if you you get me to the point, I will like lose my mind like quick. And I have zero control of that. So I spend a lot of time trying to... uh, not let things get to me because I, I can dwell hard. Like I lose like that guy at the brewery. I lost like, dude, like 24 hours of my life to that guy. Like right. I just, he was in my fucking head for, so I still think about that guy. If he walks into the bar, I'm going to kick him right. The, like I can't deal with that guy. Yeah. So I don't know, dude, I, I'm not a great person to help manage anger. <laughs> How often do you think about it? About being angry? Think, think about the thing that's making you angry. I don't know what's making me angry. You really don't know? No. You're just angry? Yeah. But you don't know what you're angry about? Yep. I'm confused. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even mad at people either. I just have this tension that I can't, it, it just feels like I can't release stuff. Oh, even though interesting. I feel better now, but there was just like this, like I, I'm behaving poorly for sure. Um, I know that. Do Are there things that you do that help you cope with it? 
Like there are times you feel better. Yeah, but they're vices. They're not. <laughs> but I like what? Uh, eating the shitty food. Sure. Like that kind of stuff that like dulls your brain a bit, so you can just like chill out. Yeah. You know, like that's like a self medication, right? Sure. Um, people don't think about that very much, or at least people don't like to talk about that kind of stuff. Which is like you eat like poorly, and people drink, and you know you can use those. You can you can use everything to negative effects. I was eating pretty well, but this just this past week I've just. I mean, I'm not eating bad. I'm just not eating good stuff. Do you think it's actually making you feel better? Or do you think it's making you feel worse? Uh, no, I just think it's dulling me out. There's, is there anything else? Do you have other vices that you think you're leaning on? Yeah, I mean, alcohol is always a thing. Has exercise helped? Do you feel better after you bike? There's pros and cons to everything, right? Yeah. I've actually been working out really well. <laughs> I was going to say, dude, you've been like, you. what did you say, 18 and a half miles away or something? Yeah. That you did like... Was it like 13 or 17 or something yesterday? Right. But it was like, I'm angry, man. And it just like, I mean, it does kind of help. <laughs> yeah. It help. It helps me to like sustain. Dude, no, uh, there's, um, the, some of my best workouts have been when like I'm pissed. Um, so when my cousin, that police chief got hit by that guy. Yeah. I, uh, I went for a run. I ran like four miles at like a seven fifteen pace, which is something I literally don't ever do. Ever. I was just pissed. I just figured yeah. off and shredded, dude. Right. Me and Rachel, we very rarely fight. But we did have some stress over the summer with her coming out of school and like planning apartments and stuff and had a couple of pretty good runs <laughs> come from that. <laughs> um yeah, man, there's a like a long day of like school, like in finals week. I had to keep working out because I just had like too much stress pent up in me. And I hopped in the pool and I swam three thousand yards straight, like didn't stop. Just started pounding away and did it pretty quick, like fairly quick for like my, you know, yeah, dude, there's something to that harnessing that anger, angst or tension or whatever it is. Joe Rogan talks about when he exercises, he, uh, he thinks about people trying to kill him and kill his family and he thinks about killing them. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> it does make me think about like harnessing anger and taking it out for certain scenarios. Like if I can do that. It's a tough, that's a tough thing to do, I think. I'm not good at it. I can't like make myself because I don't like thinking about that shit, dude. Shit that makes me angry is not fun to think about. Right. <laughs> so like I can't, I don't try to get to that point for me. I just not, it's not somewhere I like being. There are a couple like swim practices where I'm the one who has to like address the team and stuff. And I hate it because it's not the way that I know that I can do it, but I still have to jump into that scenario that isn't built for me. Right. It's built for Mike. So there's one time I just tried to get angry and see what happens <laughs> instead of scared, you know, like I'll punch a wall. <laughs> it failed in a different way. <laughs> That's funny. Do you have any issues like that? We're totally changing the subjects. Never mind. Oh, what were you going to ask? We're about to get into something that's not worth getting into. Do you know when you engage with thoughts that aren't productive? And it's not even like that. It's like, so you can engage with something or you can recognize like, okay, that is important, but I don't have the time or the space to think about this right now. Or there are other times where this sometimes happens when I'm walking the dog or something where I don't have any other interface and I'm just doing one thing and just thoughts kind of come into my head. And then I playing out a scenario that has happened in the past and I don't even realize that I'm doing it until like I'm into it. I do that. 
you like re you like run them back and like see what it would change or something right like, yeah you like have the interaction again yeah it's interesting i think we've talked about that actually once before um are you intentional about that are are you engaging with it or is it engaging you you know what i'm saying that's interesting um i guess i would say i don't know if i have a great answer i think that i'm getting engaged like it's engaging me um because i don't think i intentionally enter that yeah i think i just walk into it <laughs> more or less but i mean there's times i choose to go into it and there's times i don't so i guess i do have a little bit of intention about whether or not to use it but yeah you're right like when i will go run or like go walk kodiak or swim or bike or whatever i have time to like toy around with stuff like that but my day-to-day -day, i usually don't like, you know, like I'm, if I'm at home, I'm like editing a photo or something. I'm not really thinking about dish too much or I'm reading or whatever. How do you want to edit? You know, I stopped saying that. I know. And I was really glad. Yeah. And now you're bringing it back. Well, what goes around comes around. Shit. That's how I'm ending it. Are we going to post this one? Yes. You're welcome, Trevin. Notice how I said that. I feel so good when the podcast ends. But then I listen to it. Just kind of like looking do at that. your face. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't look at your face. Just stay in this happy spot the rest of the, the night. Don't listen to this podcast. Don't look in a mirror. <laughs> <laughs>